Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every Monday I bring you a dynamic guest with an incredible topic and things that you can instantly put into your business or your personal life. Today, my guest is Dr. Janet Woods, who is an internationally recognized expert in the art of Chinese face reading and nonverbal communications. As founder and president of The Art of Life, she has conducted thousands of consultations and appeared on numerous radio shows. Dr. Janet has also appeared on CBS, KCAL News, and a variety of cable shows. Her internet radio show, A Notable Life, is a favorite on iTunes. Through her face reading courses, Dr. Janet teaches audiences of all backgrounds how to instantly read a person, predict their behavior, and understand where they're coming from. She helps her students to understand a person's body language in order to bolster the sales process and close more deals. Dr. Janet's personal mission is to help people flourish in life and business by utilizing face reading as a catalyst for manifesting positive change. She is on the staff at Cerritos Community College and director of the Art of Life Institute and is the president of Multidisciplinary Arts Council. Her website is www.janetwoods, and that's J-A-N-E-T, woods.com. And you can also connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Welcome, Dr. Janet Woods. I'm so happy to have you as a guest today on my show. Well, I'm very excited to share my knowledge with your with your listeners. Yeah, what is face reading anyway? Well, actually face reading is about 5,000 years old. It originated in China, and the scientific name for face reading is called physiognomy. And it is actually the art of discovering temperament and character from outward appearances. Wow, that's very interesting. What is the background behind face reading? Well, the background behind it, actually, because it originated in China. In China, at the time it originated, physicians were not allowed to touch their female patients. So they had to be able to look at a patient and be able to diagnose them without touching them. So they became very well-versed in reading the face and the body, And they also realized that not only could they identify health issues, um, but they could also identify the character of the person as well. Wow, that's interesting. How uh, how do you does one apply face reading uh, to business and sales? Well, when you are working with someone and trained in the art of face reading, you can actually look at someone identify their secret language, you can understand how they purchase items, and you can also identify how they make decisions just based on their face. Wow. Um, how can, can you give me an example of that maybe, of something that you experienced using, you know, what you just told us, how it works? Oh, I'd be happy to. One of the things that we do um, in the world of face reading is that we will look at a person and divide the face into three areas. So the first area is from the top of the hairline to the bottom of the arch of the eyebrow. That's what we call the mental zone. 
The next area of the face would be from the bottom of the eyebrow to the bottom of the nose. That's what we call the practical zone. And then from the bottom of the nose to the bottom of the chin is what we call the emotional zone. So based on which zone is the largest will tell me how you actually purchase items. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've experienced in certain industries a lot of people have what we call the lower emotional zone is the largest. And so that tells me that you will definitely buy something on impulse or you'll make a decision about it very quickly and purchase. If you have a large forehead area, what we call the mental zone, you have to think about it and then you have to analyze it before you'll purchase. And those are the people that will purchase the day later after they've gone home, got on Google, and researched the information. I think I fit that first one. <laughs> well, How can face reading provide an instant connection? Well, with this knowledge, when you meet someone and you have the ability to identify if they're emotional, practical, or or mental, you they actually have words that they connect with. So the mental person, their word is, I think. And so when you're using languaging and you tell them what you think and ask them what they think, you instantly connect with them. For the people that are emotional, it's all about how they feel. And so you ask them how they're feeling or tell them how you feel. And then we have the practical people. And the practical people are really a lot of fun because they like to know how things work or if things work well. And so using that vocabulary, you're able to connect with them on not only a personal level, but also on a subconscious level. Oh, that is quite how could it How can face reading predict behavior? Well, it can predict behavior because with that little bit of information, you can actually identify, like, for instance, when someone's going to purchase something. I know when talking to an emotional person, they're going to want to purchase that day. They're not going to want to wait to get something in the mail. So I need to make sure that I have it available to them. For the practical person, I know that I'm going to need to be able to demonstrate this for them or they're going to want to touch it. And so that tells me within their behavior um, how active they're going to be as far as purchasing the product. If a practical person touches something on the table or something on my display, I know that they're interested in buying. For the mental person, um, I can predict their behavior based on how many questions they're asking. The more questions they ask me, the more I know that they're going to come back the next day and buy. Mm. Uh, can face reading identify how a person processes the world? Yes, absolutely. When we look at the three different profiles, the mental person processes the world in a way in which he's looking at how he believes people think. Because he's a thinker, he's analyzing how other people think about certain things. And so that's how he views his world. The emotional person, not that they're emotional, but they view the world according to how other people feel about them. 
And so when they're processing the world, they're processing it, it from the standpoint of, well, how do they feel about me? How can I make them feel a certain way about me? And so the practical person is more along the lines of, how is this working? And so he looks at the world from an aspect of how this person works, what is their work work ethic, how often are they doing certain things in which I'm doing. And so as you look at these different profiles and take a look at how they process the world, you actually will be able to identify how you want to interact with them. Mm, that's great. Is face reading a way to learn the language and speaking styles of my clients and prospects? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think we kind of touched on this already, but understanding their secret language and being able to use their language allows you not only to connect with them, but also keep a conversation going. If you're using their language for the think for the mental person think, as you ask them what they think, they're carrying on that conversation. And it also allows you to have a deeper conversation with them in all of the three styles, so to speak. What are the three ways to read a person to predict their buying behavior? Well, when we are working with the different aspects of the face, and I'm looking at someone and I've identified that they're emotional, I know that they're going to buy that day. And so one of the things that I will ask them is, what's your favorite color? When they tell me what their favorite color is, I want to be able to show them something in their favorite color. That tells me that that is going to be an easy sale. But not only that, I know that it's something that they're going to really value. And so that's one of the ways where we're able to do that. With the mental person, whenever we're working with them, it's more along the lines of I can tell them where they can get more information because mm-hmm. the more information you give them, the happier they're going to be because it allows them to make a much better decision when it comes to the value of your product. What are three tips for detecting when someone is lying? Oh, you know what's really fun is that um, whenever I meet someone and I tell them that I'm an expert in face reading, um, they immediately go to, oh, so you can tell when people are lying. Well, lying and face reading don't necessarily go hand in hand, but there are three ways in which you can predict how somebody is preparing to tell you a lie. And I'll give you an example. Um, When you're speaking to someone and they reach up and they touch their face, that automatically is a cue for you that they're getting ready to tell you a lie. Um, Yeah, most people don't touch their face. But when they touch their face, it's almost as if, oh, I'm getting ready to tell a lie. If you're also speaking to someone and you notice that they're tugging at their ears or they're playing with, let's say, their jawline, that's also another indication that they're getting ready to tell you a lie because they're tugging at their ear because they don't want to hear themselves tell the lie. And they're Uh playing with their jaw, hoping that, you know, the lie isn't going to come out, but it's an unconscious movement 
that tells us that they're getting ready to tell a story. And then also if you're talking to someone and they're rubbing the back of their neck, it's like, oh, I'm getting ready to tell you a lie, and oh, by the way, this is a pain in the neck for me because I really don't want to <laughs> lie to you, but here's, here's, a, here's what it is. <laughs> and I know you're laughing because you've probably experienced this. I have. Now I know, right? Now I can read that in and find out. How can, yes, oh, can. Where can people learn this secret weapon of yours? Well, what's really wonderful is if you go to Amazon and you type in face reading, you'll see that it comes up in probably about hmm, probably about 750 areas. Really? Yes. There's, wow. a, there's a lot of books on face reading. But you have to, one of the things that you need to know is that there are actually six different schools of face reading. As a matter of fact, here in the United States, we have our own school of face reading. And there are some famous people that are known for that. Um, and I'll give you an example. Um, Abraham Lincoln, did you know that he picked his cabinet according to the faces of the people that he uh-uh, was I didn't know that. Yes, he's one of one of the most known face readers in history because he uh. was probably the first president to pick a cabinet where he had some adversaries in the cabinet. And he picked uh. them because he knew that he was going to need their opinion. And then Ronald Reagan, a lot of people consider him to be a great communicator, but a lot of people don't know that he was actually an expert in face reading. And so he knew what to say. Uh. And then, of course, we have, I mean, we have Aristotle. Now, Aristotle, he was Alexander the Great's general. And so he was in charge of picking all of the other people in the army in order to assist Alexander. And when we talk about where you can learn the secret weapon, we teach face reading at the Art of Life Institute on a quarterly basis. And I myself personally also teach it um, on the college level at Cerritos College in Norwalk. And so uh-huh. more and more people are learning how they can use this ancient science in a modern way. In addition to that, I also have, um, for people that you know just want to learn it really quickly or don't you know, want to go out, I also have an audio program for people to purchase we have three different sets where they can actually learn it in the comfort of their home. And twice a year, I also do a webinar called Learn Face Reading in Your PJs, where you can sit in front of your computer, um, go through the webinar, have your own personal mirror, and I teach you how to read your face. Wow, that's great. Uh, be sure you keep me on your uh, routing list for that when you do the um webinar because I can actually route it out to all my NAFI members since I you know I'm in contact with NAFI members all over the country. Oh, you know what? I would love to do that. And I know that you had asked me a question as far as how to predict behavior. I wanted to give your listeners a couple of other indications that they might be able to use based on them listening to our conversation. 
Um, and the key word here is large. Um, and I always laugh because um, as a woman, I love to go shopping. And so one of the things that I notice when I am shopping, especially in the Asian community, is that they tend to look at certain features of the face in order to identify buying habits. And so I'm going to share this with you and your listeners. If a person has very large nostrils, that tells me that they are they love shopping and they don't care about the price. And so for those of you also that are dating, when <laughs> whether it's male or female, look at the nostrils of the person that you're interested in because that will tell you their spending habits. The larger the nostril, the more they're, they're going to spend. The smaller the nostrils, the more they're interested in the value that they're getting for their money. Huh. Also another indication are people that have large ears. Large ears are a sign of a risk taker. Um, that tells me that they also enjoy being first in what it is that they do, and they are also early adapters. Do you um, um, you have a couple of other websites? You want to tell them what they, what they are? Oh yes, actually, I do have one website that's dedicated just to face reading on its own. Um, and it is uh, www.expertfacereader.com. Now, at that website, um, you can learn a little bit more about face reading, and you can also purchase the audio programs. And I am also the director of the Art of Life Institute, where we have a doctorate program in Asian metaphysics, and you can visit that website at www.artoflifeinstitute.com. We are the only school in the United States that offers um, a doctorate program in Asian metaphysics. Wow, that's great. Do you do? Um, uh, do you work with individuals individually as a coach? Do you um, uh, speak for groups? I mean, do you have uh, on your website? Do you have information about? how they could hire you as a coach or a speaker or? Well, actually, if you go to my uh, personal website, which is just www.janetwoods.com, you'll find some information about neuroarchitecture, which is the science of how your brain interacts with your space. And you can also send me an email in regards to speaking to your groups and also coaching. I originally started my my professional life, so to speak, um, as an expert in feng shui. And what I noticed is that after I did an individual's home, they started to receive all the things that they asked for, and they weren't quite prepared for all of the wonderful things that came into their life. And so that's when I started coaching my clients. Um, because it's one thing to have your environment um, help you manifest what you want in life, but you also are going to need some coaching on how you want to work with what you ask for. And so I Mm -hmm. do have coaching available as well. Oh, good. 
you know, because I think, you know, how long did it take you to really become a master in this? How many years have you been doing this? Um, I have been in the Asian metaphysics arena for about 15 years. And I have to tell you that most people that are doing Asian metaphysics, it's more of a calling, and you never get done learning. Um, right. Because there, as we change as a society, so does the science. In our doctorate program, we have set it up so that in less than 100 hours, you can get the um, doctorate, and also we have a mentoring program as well to go with that. And so, oh, that's very good. Yes, and there are five arts inside of Asian metaphysics. Um, there is the art of form where you learn the feng shui and you learn neuroarchitecture and you learn how to, how to work with energy. Then the other art that we have has to do with, um, we call it medicine, but it deals with Korean hand therapy and also with Reiki and all of the energetic, I want to say, modalities that help people heal. Um, then we have our other art, which has to do with face reading, where you have the ability to predict how people are going to interact. So we have that, and we also have what we call the ancient arts, where we teach the philosophy of the I Ching and also the philosophy of the Tao. Mm. If somebody was to pre- uh, use your audio programs, how how long of a study is that on the audio programs? Oh, the audio programs are very fun. Um, we have one audio program that we developed just for people that were out there looking for a job. And that audio program is 30 minutes long, and it actually teaches them the skill to actually look at the interviewer and be able to converse with them and get the job. We have another oh, thirty-minute, wow. yeah, we have another thirty-minute um, audio, which is just for salespeople, where some of the principles that I've already talked about, we go more into depth, and they're able to identify the three different styles and also increase their sales by three hundred percent. And then the final wow, one that that's, we have, that's powerful. Oh, it definitely is. Um, I can't even begin to tell you how many testimonials we have regarding that. And then our final one is How to Read Anyone. And that audio program is pretty close to 90 minutes, and it takes you through all of the different facets of face reading. And all of these modules do also come with a PowerPoint and also an opportunity to connect with me should they have any questions. That's great. So, again, where would they find out about purchasing these audio programs? Um, they would go to um, the expertfacereader.com. That's where they would be able to find it. Okay. Do you, um, uh, what, what's coming up new for you? Well, actually, I'm going to be at a conference in April where I'll be doing a live presentation regarding face reading. And wow. Yes, it'll be in Menifee, and it'll be an opportunity not only to see me speak in person, 
um, but also to actually get your face red. Wow, that's pretty cool. Um, have you written any books? I have not written any books on face treating, but I have written a book on mercury retrograde. Oh, wow. Yeah, that does, you know, that can really affect people in a, if something's not happening in a day. And a lot of times they can, if they know enough about it, they can understand that it isn't them. You know what I'm saying? Well, they definitely can. And this book was written based on a client request. Um, what I found is that three times a year, this planet of Mercury goes retrograde and communication gets messed up. Uh, things get lost, all kinds of crazy things happen. Electronics don't work. And so I, I created a program for my clients to be able to circumvent a lot of that. And after I did that, the secret got out. And so I ended up writing a book, and just recently, astrology.com picked up the course that I have. So you can actually get that course online at astrology.com and also at thedailyom.com. It's the only hands-on course on how to thrive during Mercury Retrograde. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, because a lot of times I'll see emails that say, oh, Mercury's going into retrograde, you know, a lot of... And so all of a sudden it became sort of interesting to me, and I did notice that sometimes on those days things... Things don't always work as well, you know. Yes. And, you know, it's really interesting because um, I have a lot of executives, and they're very funny. They're like, oh, no, we don't believe in any of that stuff. And I'm like, no problem. I go, but this is just here and available to you should you need it. And then Mm -hmm. Mercury Retrograde will come around, and I'll get a phone call saying, I told you I don't believe in this, but this is what's going on. (laughs) And I'm like, not a problem. I go, we have tools that will help you. Yes, it's so cool. Uh, I think this face treating. I, I, I'm very. I think I'm going to look up the audio problem because I'm very intuitive and I can, I can really see a lot in people. But I think to be able to read their face would even be more exciting. You know, to be able to do use both the intuition and the face reading. You're very intuition. You have a very. You're very intuitive yourself. Uh, yes, I am. But what I have found is learning the art of face reading actually allows you to have more facts because sometimes when you're intuitive, you maybe sometimes will take for granted some of the information that you're getting, whereas Mm -hmm. face reading is actually built on a science. And so you have that technical piece that tells you this is what that means. So when you combine the two, you yourself become a secret weapon. Yeah, I like it. I like to become a secret weapon. Well, you know, we're almost at the end of our show. So um, do you have anything you want to offer the listeners that, you know, uh, again, tell them about your audio programs and how they can get them? Um, They can go to expertfacereader.com, and there's a tab that shows them the different audio programs. Um, what they can do also is that they can email me and I will give them a discount on the audio programs because they're listening your email. to your show. Um, my email would be 
Dr. Janet Wood at yahoo.com, and that's Woods with an S, more than one tree. Um, if they email me first and tell me what they're interested in, um, we'll go ahead and give them a discount. And also, we have a free newsletter um, for people to sign up and get information about the different aspects of Asian metaphysics and also face reading. And that would be good, too, if they sign up on that newsletter. They'd find out when you're doing that um, that one event every year when, you know, you you do, that would be great, or any event you're doing, they would know about. Absolutely. Well, I am sorry that this is coming to an end. It's been so interesting. I love it. I love it. And I'm sure our listeners are going to love it. Um, just keep doing the great stuff you're doing, and um, I look forward to meeting you personally in April. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I'm very excited about the information I've shared, and I know that your listeners are going to go out there and and be looking at people in a whole different way. Okay. Thanks again, Dr. Janet Woods. And, again, her website is www.expertfacereader.com or www.janetwoods.com. Thank you so much for being on my show today. I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you, Robbie. Have an awesome week. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.